0: This is Alpha Geek Radio. Yeah, she's out signing books. So, if um, just so a couple of announcements as we get started, if you're interested in some Critical Hit sketchbooks, uh, we have those for sale over there at the at the at the booth. And uh, they're by Adriana. Some of them you've seen online if you're a VIP member. Uh, Some of them you have not. So there's some new stuff in that sketchbook. So you go pick that up. Also some postcards, some buttons, um, minor acts of heroism stuff. Uh, So go check that out. And we thank everybody for their support of the Major Spoilers Podcast and the Podcast Network. Here they come. (laughs) Yep,
1: he's As a to preface, it. I would like to apologize. I've spent 43 years at sea level, <laughs> and being this high in the mountains has literally made me a lunatic, and I, I do apologize.
0: All right, we are I all here. here. Oh my
2: god, <laughs> I feel like we're gonna f- we're gonna fall off this thing.
0: No, I'm never. I'm over here. I guess can are do Texas more. All right, everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming to uh, this Major Spoilers (laughs) Critical Hit panel. We are, so a lot of people were like, oh, you guys going to play a game of Critical Hit? No, we don't have that much time. (laughs) Uh, And then people were like, are you guys going to record a Major Spoilers podcast episode? It's like, well, no, because we have a a bunch of Critical Hit people on here. So what I thought we would do is I'd just start off and talk to you a little bit about what's going on with Major Spoilers over the last year since we've been here. And then um, get each of these guys to talk a little bit about what they've been doing since they started at Major Spoilers and how long that they've been with Major Spoilers, and then um, open it up to Q&A for you guys to ask us questions, because really the thing that we like the most is when we interact with you, and of course if you listen to Critical Hit... Uh, you know that we love doing mailbag episodes mm-hmm. um, This may end up as a mailbag episode um, <laughs> Just giving you a little heads up uh, But we love doing that part And we love interacting with you So thank you all for being here So just a real quick uh, show of hands How many of you are Major Spoilers VIP members? Thank you guys nice. oh,
1: wow! Thank you Thank you everybody So today,
0: July 4th Does anybody know what today
3: is? I know, I know
0: Besides July 4th?
1: I know Independence Day? Totally
0: Independence Day. Pick me. Pick me. The the great NATO answers the first question correctly. Major spoilers is eight years old today. So we are very happy. To have been able to provide you with uh, entertainment in all sorts of forms, whether it be web, whether it be audio, whether it be uh, web comics, whatever, uh, for the last eight years. So last year, the announcement that I made at Nerdtacular was that Major Spoilers had moved from sole proprietorship to a uh, LLC. So as a full company with all of the headaches that come with full companies. Uh, so the thing that some of you who listen to the Morning Stream have heard but I've not really talked publicly about um, since...
1: Talks about I quit you, my job. You, you did. I quit my job. Yeah. And you yes. know what? Come on, hit me right here. Ooh.
2: Yay, job quitting.
0: I quit full time employment and started working for Major Spoilers full time in May, so it's been a little over a month and a half. Um, but it was a uh, decision that was great for me, and I think it will be great for major spoilers and great for you in, in return. So it's an exciting time. So that's my big igno- announcement this year is I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i self-employed. That's, that's the phrase. Self- Self- self-employed. Self-employed. Yes. So, uh, it's been a fun eight years, and I'm really glad to be here and, and sharing it with, the, with you guys on our birthday. So, Matthew has been here um, there, besides me. He's the, the second longest person that's been yeah. in major spoilers. So, Matthew, what, is, what, are your, what are your thoughts
1: on major spoilers at year eight? Our website's a fourth grader. <laughs> um, well, it acts it, like a two year old. It, so. it does, actually. And by the website acting like a two year old, I mean Rob. Um, that, that, by the way, is my one obligatory jab at Rob. We're really, we're besties, we're best friends, we're gonna go skating later. <laughs> That's why they're sitting next to each other. That's right. Yes. But, um, major spoilers, for me, the major spoilers experience kind of started. It was, it was a warm, blustery day in the fall of 1989. And a gentleman walked up to me and he had really tall hair and he's like, Hi, I'm Steven. <laughs> And so for years and years, Stephen and I had kind of orbited each other, and one day he showed up where I worked, which, by the way, a little, little, little creepy.
0: Well, so for those that don't know, I don't have a comic book shop. Uh, at the time, did not have a comic book shop in the city where I was living in Hayes, Kansas. And so I had remembered that I did go to a comic book shop in Topeka for years when I was going to college and when I was growing up in high school. And it just happened to be the same place that Matthew had been working in. And I had literally, from the time that I decided to launch Major Spoiler, said, I want Matthew. This is the guy that I remember from college, you know, trying to lure me up to his dorm room to show me comics,
1: which, <laughs> <laughs> in it, quotes. It, which I will admit, equally creepy as the stalking. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I was like I've got to find
0: this guy And I did high and low searches I mean Short of hiring A a private detective Um,
1: Which is odd Because I am visible From satellite view
0: (laughs) And one day I just walked into The the comic book shop Because I had a, a Pull list That was about a month old That I needed to pick up And lo and behold There was Matthew
1: Yep And I said, dude, we need to
0: talk, and I need you to come and work and write. And Mm -hmm.
1: and, uh, so we've been doing that that for eight years. There was a time where it was just you and me in the wilderness shouting at the walls. So
2: romantic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then came
3: Rodrigo. Hey, guys. (laughs) Sorry. This is like like all origin stories? Yes, all origin stories. (laughs) All right, so there was a much more popular character named... uh, Brian Dennett, aka Sc- Scroll Brian, who knew these guys from back in high ha- or in uh, college. So I was working with him. I was working. Uh, he was working uh, at PBS with me, and we had a terrible boss. The, the, and that boss was like, "Hey, I know we'll do something with the university that uh, Stephen was working at." So Stephen, being the head of the, uh, basically the TV and video department. He was in charge of, he was like kind of our liaison for the show. And very quickly, we realized that the easiest way to repel our terrible boss was to sit there and talk about comics. Because that's not something that he cared about at all. So he would just get bored and go away. Yeah. So that's kind of how I started talking to Steven about comics, and then eventually we started recording the podcast. So I came into Major Spoilers through basically through the Major Spoilers podcast, and we actually started recording that podcast. We would finish the show that we were doing and just move to another room, and then uh, Steven, Brian, and I would record that podcast. Um, and then I guess as time has passed, Mostly, uh, you know, Stephen will say, hey, we should do this. And I'm like, all right. So that's kind of how uh, Critical Hit started. Well, it
0: started because Rodrigo kept talking about uh, Dungeons & Dragons, the fourth hmm. edition had just come out. Right. And I was just like, what is this? Let's talk more about it. I didn't get to play Dungeons & Dragons in, in when I was younger. Uh, so my only really kind of truth for this was with, with Rodrigo. And I was like, can we play a game? He's like, yeah, sure. Can we w- will we it? go to hell? That
3: <laughs> 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 no, was great. Um, and we I, put it up for our uh, what was it fourth anniversary? I think uh, it was. Uh, we use uh, major spoilers anniversaries as kind of like this big test bed of new stuff, and I think Critical Hit was one of the first oh, yeah, ones. Was, yeah. Um, so uh, it we just kind of like uh, Stephen got really excited about D anD D, and he. Went out and made a character all by himself, and those of you who have made a D and D character know that that's fairly complicated. And he sat down and he read the rules and he did it all himself. And then I was like, "Well, crap! I guess I'm running a D and D game."
0: <laughs> well, and then we did the you know the first uh, what is it eight episodes, everything up yeah. until yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, it was a big success. And I said, "Well, can we continue this?" And Rodrigo's response was, yes, but we can't do it with just you and Matthew and me as DM. We need some other people as well. Enter
1: Robin and <laughs> Brian. Dick. Yes. Who, by the way, are one person. <laughs> you can refer to <laughs> it they as are Robin. The Robin Brian.
0: <laughs> so uh, who came in first? Was it Ro- uh, Brian. Brian? Yes. So uh, what was your reaction to this? Because here's, here's something many of you may not know. I actually taught Brian in a class. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Just one semester, one class. One semester, one class. And I don't
4: <laughs> but he does. That's why it was only once. <laughs> you pass me, that's all that matters. Well there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh basically uh this was mentioned, I believe like your first sessions have already been aired and I've you know been listening to major spoilers for a while, which I actually had to hear from your class rather than Rodrigo ever
0: mentioning. It. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> but he's not bitter. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is uh, you know, uh, Rob and Brian knew Rodrigo through gaming group that they did at the mm-hmm. university as well. So uh, so fun times since?
4: Yes, it's okay. been fun. And,
0: and then Rob. Hello, Rob. Hi. Uh,
1: originally, I wasn't supposed to be on the podcast. Uh, Rodrigo uh, had asked curses. someone else... Uh, Alex over there Hi, Alex. but then Girls he was given bigger. an offer like yeah. to go with his family to Europe oh. on a whim <laughs> and I was you the lucky enough person me, to be sir. the second choice <laughs> I will never forgive you uh, uh. so I don't know if Rodrigo asked me about it or I asked him what they were doing or what not but then I got invited and was told alright you have these two choices make one <laughs> and that's what Smith came from do it or not
0: Yeah. yeah and then uh, years went by, and then, um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm cloudy because I don't know who came next. I don't, I, I'm, these I two were pretty, pretty close to one another. Yeah, pretty close to one another. That's cool. Uh, we were doing Major Spoilers podcast, and some of you may remember a few years ago, uh, we were doing uh, Munchkin. We were playing Munchkin at the, uh, at the hotel down in Sandy. Some of you sat down and played with us, some of you remember that, um, and it's, I, I actually remember some of you that I played with as well. And we came back, and I was like, you know what, it might be kind of fun to just try to record... A Munchkin podcast. <laughs> People sitting around playing a card game. How interesting! I, I wasn't that invited, and I said <laughs> we needed a fourth, and Rob because was I in, and um, Zach was also one of my students. started to see a pattern here. <laughs> uh, and I said, Zach, uh, Zach had started writing for Major Spoilers, and I was like, Zach, why don't you come in and, and uh, sit down and. Uh, record some episodes with us, and he was. Uh, yes, sir, Mr. Schleier. <laughs> what, what do you remember about that?
5: Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I got the. I'm just going to take this. Oh, I'm not, right here. Um, I actually got that email, and I was driving to work, and he said, "Hey, you want to record a podcast?" I'm like, "Oh yeah!" I almost ran off the road. Uh, yeah, it was fun, and uh, I kind of tricked you because the way I. Kind of sold it. I had actually played Munchkin a bunch. Oh, yeah, that's But right. uh, I'd only played like one dime before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of came out in the first episode. Uh, Always and, embellished and, and on it, your resume. Yeah, no, and it sh- it's shown ever since. That I've never played the game. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but when did you start writing? Do you remember? I started writing uh, after the blogging and podcasting class you did mm-hmm. in uh, Fort Hayes. And so I started writing then, and then, uh, yeah, so then I did Munchkin, and then I got to sit in on Major Spoilers, and I just kept on coming over every week. Actually,
0: he just kept showing up. <laughs> yeah,
5: I just kept on showing I up. I didn't invite him. He just yeah, no, no, I just showed up, absolutely. And then we did that for a while, and then Zack on Film happened, and I've just been writing a lot since, I guess. And yep. uh, Stephen just tells me to not stop. There you go. And then, of course, we get into um,
0: a new season of critical hit and Rodrigo wants to make some changes and we get introduced to a brand new character uh, called Trell played by Adriana who we had known before from uh, her appearances on the Major Spoilers podcast yeah that's I was me. like a total fan <laughs> What was, what was the show you were doing when we first met you? Uh,
2: super Future Friends.
0: Which was right up our alley, if anybody knows that. It's about the Legion of Superheroes, which Matthew and I can talk for hours about. Yes. We Balancing won't do that And the they greatest do. The in
1: American literature, by the way.
2: <laughs> so uh, I was doing a podcast with my um, friend and co-creator uh, about super, the <laughs> Super Future Friends, <laughs> about the Legion of Superheroes, and I was already a fan of Major Spoilers. Um, we were a fan of you too <laughs> And uh, you guys like reached out to me And asked uh, if I want to come on the show and, and talk about Legion of Superheroes I'm like yeah I want to talk to you guys About Legion of Superheroes <laughs> I came on and uh, I was like hey where's Rodrigo He's uh-huh. not here And I was like oh. <laughs> I was like alright alright I'll still do the show So um,
1: <laughs> Thank you <laughs>
2: and um you're welcome. And uh so then uh, I think we came on another time too. Yeah, I think you guys were on two or three times. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: it was three, yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh also like I think I'd done some like fan art of mm-hmm. like Critical Hit a couple mm-hmm. times. And Rodrigo was familiar with uh, I do uh, a comic A webcomic called Minor Acts of Heroism Which we're selling out hard copies of Out in the lobby Also mm-hmm. critical hits sketchbooks out in the lobby um, <laughs> Yes, get those
5: sketchbooks
2: Yes, plug, plug, plug yeah. Anyways um, uh, I was working on a comic And Rodrigo was familiar with my like Writing and stuff at the time I was in the first issue of Minor Acts of Heroism I think at the time And Uh, He's like, do you want to come be on our show? And I was like, I have never played Dungeons & Dragons before. Uh, I'm scared. No. Also, um, my company uh, had just, like, downsized. The market had just crashed. And I was scared. And I was like, I don't know. So I was like, no, I I, I can't. No, I can't. I'm, I'm, like, shy and I curse a lot. And I'm only on a show with, like, my Best friend, and I'm really shy, and I've never done anything like, like verbal, like verbal uh, role play before. I don't, know, I don't know, and so, but then I was like, oh, I wish I knew more about Dungeons and Dragons so I could actually, like, I listen to the show, but I, it's different.
0: Oh, listen, li- not only listen to the show, but would send notes about <laughs> everything that I mean has a yeah. has an archive, probably what 30 binders thick of everything that's happening. it's it's
1: what I call the I said what
2: (laughs) so I uh, I basically trained for like a year
3: you're the best
2: I I literally (laughs) trained for a year I I went and had like some experiences like kind of just put it out there like hey does anyone in Seattle want to teach me about Dungeons and Dragons got like some creepy guy (laughs) this is a bad idea but eventually, so I, like, gave up on looking for something. And then my friend was like, hey, I've got some friends, and they play Dungeons and & Dragons. And I know, like, you've seen that one show. Do you want to join? They invited me, and I was wondering if you could come with me. Then we'll both be, like, new at this and not know anything. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And so I played, and, and I trained. And then Rodrigo... Uh, I don't know. I think I sent you an email or something.
3: Well, the the season ended.
2: Yeah, the season. Ce- oh, the so, season.
3: So I actually invited Adriana at the beginning when we were getting ready to start uh, Celestial Crusade. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some alternate reality where like <laughs> Adriana creates a character for uh, yeah. Celestial Crusade. Um, so go find that. <laughs> Uh, But then, Celestial Crusade, and then we were getting ready to start Lords of the Feywild, and I sent her another email. You know, on on my end, I I understood why she had uh, turned it down, but I was like, well, got to give it another shot. So I sent her a new email, and I was like, hey, what do I have to do to get you on my Dungeons & Dragons podcast?
2: I was like, yes. It's like, I didn't ask a yes or no question, but okay. So... I said yes, and then um, I started sending him like novels. So i like, okay, what if elves are like this or like this? And I don't know, I pitched.
3: Which them. was great because I kind of hate elves, so I was like, oh, good, someone else is writing the elves in this world. That's that's going to be a lot easier for me.
2: Yeah, uh, I was like, I could do this or this or this. But really I wanna play an elf. I think I like pitched like a like a cog person or something. Mm-hmm. And I think he was really obviously like like please play a cog person. I'm no. so into that. <laughs> and I was I was like I kinda of just said that so that he would think I was cool and creative, but I'm like, No, I wanna play an elf, I wanna play an elf. I think it would be really cool if I was an elf. And uh then I, I joined the show, and it was so
0: yeah. cool. Well, another, you know, somebody posted on Twitter just a moment ago, origin stories, a uh, secret origin story. Matthew's wife and my wife oh, right. were originally supposed to take the uh, Robin Bryan's spots. Uh, yes. spots. Uh, but uh, Matthew's wife was really busy at the
1: time, and my wife
0: was like, nerds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and every every time we have a six- or eight-hour recording session, which is a little less common but not what I would call uncommon, The next morning she will come out and my wife will look at me and go... So glad <laughs> so glad this didn't work out yeah,
4: uh, she yeah does no, not no,
0: and so over the last uh, you know then in the last year, again thanks to a lot of our VIPs that are here today, um, we've been able to do some other things we've long, you know we've done top five podcasts we've done Munchkin land uh, we've got Zach on film uh, and then just in the last couple of weeks we started the live streaming show finally Friday, which I know some of you have watched as well so we're constantly moving forward. Um, with, with everything we're doing So finally Friday probably is considered That eighth year show That we're, that we're launching So, Alright, well That's a little bit about what's been going on At Major Spoilers Now it's time for you guys to answer questions Wait, Don't I, thought, everybody... I thought it
1: was karaoke No don't all your hands. I was told at once? there was karaoke. God. That's, oh, that's, that's how we got you here.
0: I know who's got a question. Bruce Otter has a question. Otter, we got Otter Disaster. Brother? Some of you may know uh, Bruce. Uh, He's not he here. Used to do the, uh, <laughs> he, he used to do the, uh, the uh, major, spoilers
1: major Spoilers Adventures, adventures uh, strip for us. Or as and, we like to call it, the only time I've ever been really handsome. <laughs> I'm sure. Bruce yeah,
0: no, yellow
3: suits you.
1: Yeah, it
0: does. <laughs> I'm sure Bruce has a question for us. You
5: know what? <laughs> right, well, wait, some plant right. you uh, are. I'm sure. I'm sure
1: it's some question about. I have a what, question from Bruce, and I'm going to okay. do it in my Bruce voice. All right. So, hey guys, uh, hey, it's Otter disaster. I, I was wondering, can I be on the show? No.
0: <laughs> Thank you. We do get that a question a lot, Rodrigo. Yeah. about Can I be on your Can I be on your Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast? Can I be on your Munchkin Land or top top uh, five podcast?
3: Right, and and the answer is no. You guys can't, <laughs> not not because we don't love you, but because uh, the the people that have ended up on the shows, it's because they we've I, I we already know them beforehand. We know that they can commit to it. Uh, we know that they're reliable, and we know that they'll be able to do all this stuff. And like, other than like me moving into your house for like. <laughs> a couple of months and like really like figuring out, cause I basically was living with Rob and Brian there for a while. Yeah. Um, like uh, first off, like the, the right now the party's full. So that's one. And two, uh, you know, we, we like basically I went through and picked people that I already knew were going to be great at this. Um, Not that you guys wouldn't be great at this. But also, you know, you get into a thing where it's like, well, uh, you can be on the show. And it's like, well, why don't I get to be on the show?
1: And you cannot underestimate, and I I say this as a person who remotes into all the shows that we do, you cannot underestimate how much um, and how difficult it would be because, you know, I'm, I'm sure when you listen to the show, it's like, these guys are great and they have a great rapport. During many of these shows, I will be sitting in my living room going... My mic is not, on, I'm 22 minutes behind, and I wanted to say something <laughs> awesome, and Stephen's already moved on to the next topic. It's mm-hmm. very frustrating to remote in, so unless you want to live in Stephen's basement, <laughs> it would be very difficult to it be is able very to. It's, a, it's nice is a nice
2: basement.
3: Brian does, in fact, live in the garage. <laughs> we get fed like a quarter of you.
2: Yeah, in it's basement, a very spacious, yeah. has lots of yeah. toys in it. Anyways, <laughs> yes. move into Stephen's basement.
0: Oh Let's have a question right here. So, the, so the question is about fifth edition. We've stated that we're not interested in in moving at this point critical hit to time. fifth edition. We, I think we answered that on a more recent uh, mailbag episode. Uh, but have we had a look at the at the core rule books and everything?
3: Well, and and would we consider we would doing consider a one off show? One-off show. Yeah. Uh, I, that would be up to like basically one of us to take the initiative to do it. Um, I'm I'm not going to do Zach. it because I'm because I'm running a f- Because I'm I'm running a full-on game right now, Um, so if it's uh, easy
2: to do, I could do it. There's no fighting, and it's a dating game. You know (laughs) that's
3: not how D and D works.
4: That's I how showed it works. your boy ex-boy, right?
2: This new, this new, this new uh, version of D and D is great. You just hang out, and it's in a high school setting, and everyone is best friends,
1: <laughs> okay, if and can, they go to the mall. If I can play Tuxedo Mask, I'm just, yeah. we're sold. <laughs> Zach, I am We'll do a magical girl show, and it will be awesome. <laughs>
0: good, good question. Yes, right here. Okay. Will Major Spoilers Adventures ever come back, Bruce? We've had this conversation many, many, many times. So it thank you, Mrs. Bruce, Otter. It up seems up like Bruce. Bruce
2: has a life. Bruce,
0: come Spell up here. Agro says no. Come up here, Bruce. Uh, so, for those of you who don't Poor know, Bruce. Bruce and I and Matthew all went to school together. Correct. Dun, yes. dun, dun. So why? Why? What's going on with with the bitstrips? It's a complicated stuff? question.
3: Uh, I used to use the
0: much maligned now bitstrips. Web comic creation tools to make major spoilers adventures, which made it really fast and really easy. And their tools suck now because they've (laughs) moved everything over to mobile and their site was down for about five months. And when it came back up, it doesn't really work the way it used to, and it's next to impossible to even edit some of the strips Mm -hmm. I had in progress. So I'm trying to figure out a way to maybe kind of maintain that old look and do some new stuff and I haven't really come around to a solution that I really like yet so if I can put something together that I think works and I can do it in the same amount of time with the same amount of quality. Then I will bring it back. Yeah. Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> Shrinky Dinks. Yeah, yes. Spoilers, what were those things yes. with the stickers? Thank you, Bruce. Uh, Bruce does have another uh, comic that he does do. Uh, was it every Monday? Yes. Brain Teaser do, do you
1: have Do you have your books with you? He does. Uh, ask Bruce for a copy. Do not ask for the super rare red spine variant. I have one of those. Thirty five dollars. Second question. <laughs> That's a joke.
5: Question <laughs> oh, actually, young Zach that's is a good a, question. Zach Aww.
0: was very good on the trip out. He just uh, yeah. stayed in the back and kept quiet. He slept a lot. Of course, he was back behind the well, spare tire. He, and he, we, uh, he, see, Zach gasoline, is the lead so is the
2: person that We had him? That's the most useful yeah, and actually, the least likely to be fired. Zach, you, you might want
3: like to ask about these guys. At especially at Nertacular, Zach is on top of things. Yes. Like we are like turning around and we're, like you know what? I wish that I had, and then like Zach just like puts yes. whatever I wanted in my hand.
2: So how dare you, sir? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, w- I would like to take a moment to officially thank Young Zach for being my legs all weekend because my, my right knee is entirely out and I'm like mm-hmm. um Zach would you possibly go over there and sort of just hand me that piano <laughs>
5: It it helped because I didn't request my own music being played for 13 hours up here. I just kind of Mm. let let Steven take control. (laughs) We listened to uh, 70s on 7. 70s on 7. And honestly, I knew a lot of the songs. And so we had a nice uh, karaoke sing-along for the whole
2: ride. It was pretty nice. I miss
3: you a long time. You should
5: fly to Kansas so you can drive.
2: Okay.
1: There was an hour in my car where we got to listen to Eddie Izzard, so welcome, Rob. (laughs) Zach uh, will be moderating the cosplay panel with
0: uh, Bill and Brittany Duran tomorrow, so uh, go check that out. I think, unfortunately, it's at the same time that Matthew and I are doing the comic book grading panel and collecting panel, so there's a little conflict of interest, I know, for at least one of you. (laughs) Another
1: question. We're not going to say you should. Yes, back here.
0: Five oh, thousand so, percent. So yeah. how, much <laughs> of Crit- how much of critical hit is scripted? None. as, far zero. as what We do zero. Rodrigo, Nothing. do you script anything?
3: Uh, well, I have what like the NPCs' opinions of your stupid faces are <laughs> kind of memorized. <laughs> I see. But other than that, no. I just you know just kind of generate situations and see how the party reacts. Because if like you know, at no point could I really go like, well, no, you guys are supposed to do this.
2: Does it sound scripted? I think yeah. we sound like.
1: No, I, I I think the question is more about the. It sounds almost too real.
2: That's why it sounds real. <laughs> that it's not scripted.
1: Yeah. It's it's uh, it, here is here is I think kind of at the core of it. Um, a lot of times when people talk about contention and critical hit, what it comes down to is why do Matthew and Rob hate each other?
2: No, I think that, I think he's talking about the characters now. Oh well, we, yeah.
1: the characters do hate each
2: other. That's true. everyone
5: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah no 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 well, that's I mean, not scripted we, that's, yeah, that's just about this that's being mean, crazy
0: it's all impromptu <laughs> right. acting you know so you know if a situation comes up and thanks Ron. Uh, let's go back You're to welcome. let's go back to this to the scene uh, early in um uh celestial or I'm sorry um <laughs> Lords of the Feywild, where Worm realizes that all of the Elydren are gone. And he mm. is upset because it means he doesn't see his family anymore. Right. And Tor comes in. Everybody knows this scene. Um, dust in my eye. Um, <laughs> that's all just things that happen in the moment. And between Matthew and I just communicating, we can have that conversation and make it seem very real. Even even like the very uncomfortable, Orm goes on a date episode.
1: Yes, <laughs> which is very uncomfortable. And there, there are times where, as torque, I am frustrated as torque. And it's, you know, it's, not, it's one of those hard things to describe. But are not you also frustrated as a Matthew because you have right. to... Part, well, part of it is that I am trying to shove the contents of a U-Haul trailer into the back of a Volkswagen bus when I speak as <laughs> torque. But there are times where you're in character, and you know wh- there are times where I will say Tork did, and there are other times when I said, well, I said this, and it was really funny. <laughs> um, but there are times where you'll be in character. You're as Tork, and you're having a discussion, or I think this is probably true for the others as well, where you're frustrated because of a situation. And there are times you don't necessarily lose yourself, but you'll have frustration in character. For me, that never carries over to the person. I've never said, I'm really mad at Rod... That's not true. (laughs) I have never said specifically because of something that happened in the game that I'm really mad at Rodrigo. (laughs) And, you know, when I poke at Rob, we've said this before, Rob and I are... We occupy the same niche in our basic ecology, so we do needle each other. Intentionally? Probably. (laughs) Usually. And sometimes we will egg each other on and be like, you suck more. (laughs) But I have never once been mad at Rob for any real length of time, for anything that's like... (laughs) Look at
2: that mystified look Rob gets every time you're like, no, this is all pretend. Rob's like, what is he talking about?
1: I I grew up with three sisters, and being on Critical Hit is a lot like being surrounded (laughs) by is that funny this is I mean this is my pouring out my heart You, like, <laughs> but it's kind of the same thing in that you get mad at your sister and I'm like my sister's a jerk face and Dina sucks by the way my sister's named Dina um, <laughs> but if someone were to come in and go yeah she does I'm like shut up that's my sister
0: well but at the same time and this is something that I think everyone needs to realize is that when Ket and Trell have an argument or when Ket and Oram have an argument it is a it's an argument between those characters. It's not an argument between Stephen and Rob. It's not an argument between Adriana and Rob. I like it's how an ar- it's an argument between the All characters. the
3: arguments used as an example were mine.
1: <laughs> all the ar- yeah, think all, about know, that. arguments it is cat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so talking. there's a there's a couple of things here that uh are are important to think about. One of them is um, I try super extra hard to get these guys as immersed into the story as possible uh, to the point where you know not just through description and through you know throwing things at them, but sometimes literally I would just yell at them if they 're not in character um, so I try to get them there and if you 've played a a, a role playing game that asks this of you, you will feel your character 's emotions a lot of the time and that 's that's something that I try to have. That's something that, you know, I withhold a lot of information from these guys so that they can be surprised along with their characters uh, when they how, when they see this how happen. How many
0: people are caught up with the most Did recent you. episode?
3: Okay. okay, so some of you are some behind, and so you Where's know the that position? there are some
0: new characters that appeared in the most recent episodes. And, and a lot of people uh, were like, well, why are you being so secretive as to who your characters are and and what they are because in the email that we got from Rodrigo it says you do not discuss any aspect of your character with anybody else
3: Mm -hmm. that's right
0: nobody else from the game can know about who you're playing or what you're playing you're
3: all going to meet was all a secret. Yep. Yeah. So, so that first meeting is the first time that Steven knew what Rob's character was going to be, or that Adriana knew what uh, Matthew's character was going to be. Nobody knew what was happening except they. I had sent them the their own characters ahead of time.
2: Yeah, I thought they were going to be like me.
3: Yeah, and I think a lot of a lot of them did. Yeah. Um and that's actually the first time that that's happened in, and what i mean by that the first time that i sent them characters ahead of time all of the previous uh, how the other half lived type episodes they showed up and there was a completely unfamiliar character sheet in front of them hey, you're with like, like a couple note. role playing notes yeah. And it's like, okay, make this character happen.
0: That would have been too hard. Happen in in real time. Well,
3: and that's that's why I did it this time. That's why I sent it ahead of time, is because now the characters are level 14. So they have, you know, back when the first time we did it and the characters were level 6, they only had four powers to keep track of. Now they have 17 powers to keep track of, or if you're a monk, 78.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Why? Second part of your question.
1: Many many times. Many many talks.
2: Too bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my. am sorry. I have like my own comic book to work on
1: and. Uh, Plus, it would be really hard because of the way Critical Hit is made. Um, Rodrigo creates seriously the most gorgeous, lush universe full of possibilities. Yeah, but if I, And I, I want you to know that I, I, I truly love everybody up here But I do not trust people to put words in Torque's mouth So if anyone were trying to write a comic And they're like, we want, we want Torque to be in it I'm like, great, so am I co-writer or are you just going to put me right on the cover? Right. You know, And I, I think to some degree everybody's going to have that thing Where we, we are all going to want to make sure that the character is true to whatever our vision might be so it'd be really difficult for whoever wrote that book, um, probably Rodrigo, because
2: mm-hmm. art wise oh. it would just be too hard like um, it's it would be a monumental task, mm-hmm. and you would have to pay someone in like firstborn children
3: yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not saying that we'll never do it not at all We're saying that just because we have a hugely talented artist in the team now Thank you. doesn't automatically <laughs> mean doesn't automatically mean that uh, she's just going to do it, yeah. you know. Uh, I don't get more hours. In I my mean, bed. seriously, right, right. The,
0: the work that she puts into the sketches that you have on the VIP site or that that are in the the sketchbook are you know hours upon hours upon hours of work that she's doing, and it's fantastic work. And to say, hey, we need you to do that on a monthly basis, and oh, we need thirty-two pages, and each page has to have six panels right. each. You know, go. Uh, Is not going to happen. Plus, I'm a little bit of a more of a quality control freak, and so we've been approached by artists and by writers and game developers—not Blizzard, by the way—to <laughs> uh, develop a, a you know critically hit games or whatever. And all the time, it's just been no. We're not we're not really at a place where we're we're ready to move forward with that. It's not saying we're not going to do it someday, but it's something that um, we just want to make sure that we're. We're all on the same page and all aligned
1: in that way. I would would feel terrible because if Adriana did, you know, gorgeous page, this wonderful page, and she hands it to me, and I'm like, this is beautiful, Uh, can you change these things over here? And, you know, it, it would be one of those moments where I'd feel terrible for about a day and a half. Back here in the beard?
0: Um, Orem actually started out a little bit more refined yeah. and has not since he's been in with another group of people he's been So maybe these that's with we yeah. done corrupted him maybe there's happened. some corruption there uh, the most recent character that we played in the most recent couple of episodes is a little bit different for voices uh, that time I did the uh, gaming workshop where I had to do a million voices yeah
1: I see. You heard me try to uh, change Glau's voice in the uh, second or third appearance of Glau. That that didn't go so well. <laughs> it's tough. Brian? Yeah. Brian? I,
4: I'm not really good at voices too much. It's something I just generally avoid. I try to just uh, make minor... Uh, change it like uh, mm-hmm. mannerisms and stuff more mm-hmm. readily be the character
1: traits and and i am and always have been a huge voice nerd if you ask me you know who are your mm-hmm. top five heroes frank welker uh, voice god is going to be on that list the torque voice isn't actually a voice mm-hmm. uh if you listen right now i feel like i'm a little horse and a little deeper torque voice is more more of a dialect it's about half my mother's third husband <laughs> and half this guy i used to know in college Who probably drank a little too much, but then you get in that voice. And I listened to early episodes, and I'm like, "No, I should," Uh, because Rodrigo told me, "Stop doing it. Don't do that. You don't want to go back and try and you know think about it." I slip (laughs) into the Torque voice when I'm talking. (laughs) Yesterday, I was talking. I think I was talking with you, Rachel, and I was sitting, and she was saying something, and I'm like, "Yeah," and then like, "You did
3: the (laughs)
0: voice." Adriana, what about you? Me? You like voices? Do you want to try voices? Do voices?
2: Um,
3: you can I, be French in
2: in like the other. Wait, you're talking to me or Rodrigo? Yeah, you. Okay, yeah. we look so similar. Um,
3: <laughs> I can't tell us apart. Yeah,
2: it's just twins. So, uh, uh, in the other game that I ran, I did like a couple like weird, weird, ga- weird voices for certain people. Um, it's. It's better for, like, NPCs, because you're yes. not, like... You don't have to be... Yeah, it's constant. Yeah, it's constant. Like, to, uh, Matthew is very dedicated and yeah. powerful. To, for, of, for, it's very brave. Part um, of it is,
1: is That's how I turn on my torque brain. But I, Are there any wrestling fans in the room? Anybody? <laughs> okay. Wrestling fans will know what I'm talking about. There's a gentleman uh, who wrestles, and his name is Kofi Kingston, and his original gimmick was he's from Jamaica-man. And oh, for about a year he did this Jamaican accent that was halfway between "passable and "Dear Lord, Shut up." <laughs> and one day he just stopped, and one of the other wrestlers went, "Aren't you Jamaican?" And he's like, "No, I'm good." And they <laughs> <made it> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> And a lot of times that is what happens if you put together something that's too much, you're mm-hmm. trying too hard yeah. with the voice. The torque voice is really, really easy, you're just kind of like. and you did. And that's how I talk when I talk like that. If you notice, I have a pretty, pretty uh, overbite, and you, you do it like that, and you do the torque moisture. So there's,
3: there's another thing that's important, which is that, the, for example, the way that Matthew does torque is very pronounced. It's very different from the way that he normally talks. Yeah. Um, but actually, all of these guys... Change their voices when they're in character Yes And that's something that's not as easy to tell Especially if you don't know them normally Because actually, when you're listening to the show Most of the time when you hear them They're in character So they're like, oh, that guy just sounds like a regular guy
2: With, uh, with Mantis I, She's gonna be uh, Talking more, like it was all fighting To start out with But I think you'll notice like there's a difference there just, like, mm-hmm. More,
1: yeah, there is definite, more yeah, sharp, mm-hmm. more,
2: more tight so,
3: so what's the deal with Stagsy?
2: <laughs> what isn't the deal with
0: Stagsy?
3: Stagsy's got a lot going on in his life. Uh, like, he, he what's the deal the, with like Stagsy's yeah, voice? Yeah, with his accent, with his voice. Yeah. Um, that was a,
0: a. Many, many emails have arrived
3: yeah. about Stagsy. So what is, what is that there's, accent? Is that, There's, there's like, a like, lot Canadian? of. There's a there's a lot of magnificent back and forth going on with Stagsy because. <laughs> uh, So, the the way that I. Uh, started doing the the character is it's based on uh, an accent that's kind of a, a, a Spanish accent basically, but I actually
2: Spain Spanish
3: yeah Spain Spanish, um, but I actually tweaked it uh, because so it's not exactly a Spanish accent that accent doesn't actually exist I kind of m- partially made it up based on something else made it copyrightable, uh, too. Yeah. And and the main reason why I did that is because I realized that there was a Z in his name. And if I didn't change it, then he would just introduce himself as Stagthy, And no one and, and that's what people would call him, because he just has a weird accent. And that's just how people would pronounce it. Um, he also appears to be the only person in the universe who has this accent, at least so far. <laughs> so there's no frame of reference, right? Um, now, the, the really fantastic thing is that... Um, you, our lovely fans, had an incredibly hard time placing the accent. <laughs> <laughs> so we would get we would get like con like we would get emails like after Stagzi debut, oh debuted God. and he was around, he's like, oh I man, think, I think
2: it's a. Uh, Tibetan monk <laughs> raised in Texas. It's a,
3: it's a French-Canadian
1: yeah, who went to school in Texas, but was taught English by a man who learned English from a Japanese yeah, person. Right. Why, is, why
3: is Stagsy Russian? Yeah, why is Stagsy Russian? It's like, I love Stagsy, he's such a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> it's like, I love how Stagsy is Sean Connery. That was one of my favorites. Oh! That, that I was that's like, not even close. And, and right I, just there assume, I just assume I just assumed that this person was referring to like the Spanish dub of Highlander.
2: I was well, actually, actually, hasn't Sean Connery played a Spaniard?
3: Yeah, <laughs> he in still it, did. It's like, Sean Connery. Yeah. It's like in a,
2: in a terrible roundabout nonsense way. It's almost right.
3: I, I guess. There was um, a yes. Spaniard
4: from Egypt. Right. Ah! Yeah, normal voice.
3: Perfect. Right. Who still had a weird Scottish accent. Yeah. Stagsy right.
2: sounds like a Scottish That's e- right. Egyptian Spaniard.
0: Alright, who's got
3: another question? Right here. Hello.
1: We've heard a whole lot of Trail's
5: backstory. There's a there's a whole ton of it back there, and there's obviously a whole lot that we haven't seen yet. Uh, I'm not going to ask about it because that's part of the fun cool hit. So You got to it is, you know, What I would like to know is was it written by Adriana or did you guys actually play a little bit
2: off camera to run some of this stuff and find out how things go uh, Trell's first meeting with the Baltanak um, like was played off camera uh, which was good because I didn't. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I had like in my ideas, like she's gonna be like this, this, and this. And I, you know, I can't camera. Uh, I start doing it. And I'm like, oh, she's like this. This is great. And um, first, I sent him. He asked me, like, okay, uh, here's like a vague idea for like what um, she could have been doing while they were doing their stuff. you sent like
3: so. Um Trell was going to debut at uh, Paragon level, right? So there's three tiers in Dungeons & Dragons 4th edition. Yeah, good point. Um, Heroic, Paragon, and Epic. So it made sense that somebody who is in Paragon tier had actually been, been having similarly ridiculous adventures <laughs> to the Torquil Tones. So um, that's that's basically what I said. It's like when you think about this character and when you're making this character, she's already... Some kind of dimensional trotting hero, probably. So that was that kind of kickstarted it all, and then basically we just started sending uh, notes back and forth, uh, kind of giving a generating kind of an outline of what her adventures had been in the past. I,
2: I think you said like, okay, they they did something. I think you said like magical hat was like your prompt, right. and I was like. Okay, and you said, give me bullet points of, like, like what order like a timeline of what they did. I sent him, like, a several-page novel, <laughs> like, uh, and then he sent me back, like, you know, corrections and, and suggestions and stuff like that, and they were all really great suggestions. And then I think from then on, I would just, like, send him stuff like, okay, like, and I think, like, when this happened, this is how it went. And I think when this happened, this is how it went. And I just sent him like emails in the middle of the night, going like just huge emails, and he Uh, is hugely entertaining.
3: I mean, yeah, Adrian is a really, really good writer. He's got really good ideas, and I would just tweak a few things here and there to to make it consistent with the world of Critical Hit because it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I like world building, and he likes world building. So, like. I was really eager to go, like... If you read my other comic, like, there's, like, another world. And my favorite part is, like, world building and stuff. So I was, like, really eager. It's like, okay, this is what their language is like.
3: So so partially the the reason why uh, Charles' backstory seems so fleshed out is because it is. Because we've actually spent a lot of time uh, talking about it and writing about it. And in the process... It's helped me to flesh out other parts of the world because basically, while the torqueal tones were going like this. <laughs> The show was actually going like this. Like in the opposite like kind of dimensional areas of the world. So it gave me a lot of prompts to flesh those out. Yeah, I
2: would ask, literally ask you questions like, oh, so what is this place like so I can have an idea? And then he would send me a giant thing. And then not until like months and months later would I realize like he had written that because I had asked that question.
3: Right. And, and it was but great. it's
2: masterful work too. Oh, thank you. It's, really
3: it's great to have that prompt too. It's like when a lot of the times I'm like, well... I should flesh out what the elemental chaos is like. And I was like, eh, start writing, write a few notes. But, like, it it really takes, like, a player being like, hey so my characters from this city what's that region like and I'm like well, oh, well so the, the, the region's kind of like this and they're like oh can I have this 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 and this and then pretty soon we have a lot of text written for it mm-hmm. that back and forth is a lot more exciting and kind of what why we're doing a role playing game podcast and, why, and not why we're doing a radio drama yeah. right. right.
0: another question uh, let's right behind right here yes Kind of. Is how far out do you plan?
3: Um, basically, the way that I plan my stories, and I haven't always answered it this way because I've been doing it forever, but I've never really thought about the way that I do it, like putting a name to it. But basically, the way that I come up with, uh, like, I call them like plot nodes, basically, important things that might happen that might involve the players. So I come up with a bunch of them.
0: Yeah, and the key word though though is might. Might. Because right. Because there are things that right. have never been used, right. things that the players have done that have caused us to right. move Deviate. all the way around
3: yeah. right. certain things. So, <laughs> so if you if you imagine just like this sea of like little floating blue dots, um, the players are like in the nearest one. And then they will decide kind of which one of those or through their actions, even if it's not obvious that they're making that decision, they're Actions will invalidate a bunch of them, <laughs> so then they'll just move to the next one, and then all of the ones that were kind of uh, in the same line as that they just fall away. They just never get used. Some of them I can like move to another area and like and like use again. So in a lot of ways, there is stuff at epic tier that I've thought about, but you might never you might never see it uh, because the decisions that these guys make are going to influence whether that happens or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's go question right here, and then we'll come back to you and then
0: you.
1: It, it was to mess with us Yeah Well and also
0: There's a lot of times Where I'm like Man I sure would like To see what a What a monk class is like yeah. Right there's Love a,
2: plus hate
3: Right <laughs> it's, it's really the yin and yang Of, of critical head Is like, I hate these guys And I love these guys uh, <laughs> Um But uh, I guess he said uh, hate first so Put that yes. on a t-shirt <laughs> It is um, And make sure you put like five ellipses before the love part. (laughs) Um, You can't do that. So so the, the decision process for that is we had done what I felt was a successful experiment on that in the very first season, and that was partially to show the audience mostly, but also the players, that the world kind of goes on without them, right? I mean, they're off doing other stuff, but there are other heroes doing things. There are people that are concerned about the stuff that's going on. There are, like, monsters are not just attacking them. You're not special. We can replace you at any time. Any (laughs) time. Matthew. (laughs) Right. This is start getting a feel for these characters, because your character's probably going (laughs) to die. And then so uh, we did... uh, The the impetus for the new characters for Celestial Crusade was, I was, like, I, I basically told them, I was like, okay, there's two places that you can go. This place where Eladrin hang out and it's super magical or basically like the slums in a city that's the size of Australia, right? <laughs> so they're like, we'll go to the Eldrin town. And I was like, no, you're going to both. So I kind of like <laughs> made the other characters. And then after I'd done that, um, actually largely through the decisions that they made and kind of where the, where the thing was going, I was like, okay this is what it's going to take for them to be able to destroy gods that are actually bigger than the gods that they're familiar with. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, so I figured the best way of doing that was to split the party. Um, and I was like, well, I can't just have games where I'm just like, okay, Matthew and Stephen, you're playing tonight. Especially because Stephen has all the recording equipment, right. <laughs> so Stephen always has to play, right? I, Other, I otherwise, I, like I, it would be like boring for him to just like hang out and and not do anything. Or he'd yeah. love um, it. Who knows? Or, who knows? He'd probably love it. Um, That's true. But uh, so I was like, well, we already have these characters done. Let's just add them in. And it's really great because again the players didn't know it was happening. And you can hear you know, these guys are really good about staying in character, but you can hear them like reaching, like grabbing onto each other as they're being pulled apart. We're like, We're not supposed to break up the party. <laughs> <laughs> what's no! gonna happen? He's gonna go in a different world. You. you know, and, and when the new character showed up, everybody's like, Oh, okay, this is what's happening. Oh, okay, good. Um, it was great. Uh, I think it was well received. Um, a couple people guessed correctly. Like, there were comments on the side, like, I bet they're just going to use those uh, holy guys to make up something. Good job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> question right here.
5: Yeah, my uh, question is also about Troll's backstory. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering how the idea for the relationship between her and Camus came about, and um, if Stephen was a of that relationship
0: before Orim So was. was Stephen aware of the relationship before Orem was? No.
5: <laughs> and, and here's the thing.
0: I'm really bad about answering emails. Okay? Uh. So at one point a long oh, no. time ago, Rodrigo said, I need to know what the name of your parents are and your sister, the lizard wizard that we had mentioned, you know, as a passing joke because my real sister's name is Elizabeth and I always called her lizard growing up. Oh, so geez, as a passing reference it? to her... And um, I just never responded to Rodrigo, not because I didn't want to, but just because I'm really bad at times responding to emails that are not This was also back when thing. Stephen
1: had three jobs. Yeah, right. yeah, By the way, the Hindenburg is gone.
0: So what?
1: Right uh, I, I sh- sent you. A I basket.
0: should have told him not to yeah. turn on the gas. Um, <laughs> So at one oh, point God. at one point what too soon
5: I'm yeah. so sorry <laughs> I'm too so
0: soon. sorry that I started that. I feel so oh, bad. So just keep, so just keep in mind in Rodrigo's response and Adriano's response, that at one time Rodrigo asked me about this information.:
2: And he was like,
6: "No. <laughs> uh,
0: go ahead.:
2: Okay. Uh, so OK, canvas and trial, uh, I was like, "Hey, Rodrigo." Uh, do you want me to play, like, a straight person? Because I don't want to, like, cause any trouble. I don't want you guys to, like, get death threats or mail bombs or, I don't know, like, big problems or anything. Like, it's like she can be straight. That's fine. That's fine. Like, I don't, I don't mind. That's all right. I don't want to cause any trouble. And he's like, don't worry about that. You you be you. Because he's so sweet. He's like, that's for me and Steven to worry about. And uh, so I'm like, okay, okay. Well, I was like, this... This is like what her her girlfriend's like. Uh, And I gave her a name. And uh, he was like, okay. And uh then then uh, he said like uh oh, you br- broke up right before this and it's like, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend <laughs> and uh so I went into the game like you know like she just broke your heart you and uh, ran off and you were really sad and I was like, okay <laughs> so uh that's like how the game started uh no, I didn't know that Orm and canvas were related uh uh I didn't know anything i didn't know that (laughs) obviously like also trell didn't know any of that stuff so like yeah that's that's all rodrigo
0: and then so So. as a follow-up though rarely does rodrigo have a stop a recording session so he can pull one of us aside to say here's what you need to know so the first time was when um poor smith spoiler um, we had to stop so Rob and Rodrigo could leave the room and, and go have a side conversation. And then the second time that I know that we've done this is when um, Adriana says, um, mentioned Camus, and Rodrigo looks at me and goes, Okay, we're going to have to stop for a minute. And we go out of the room, and he's like, Okay, so Camus is your sister. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then we come back <laughs> in, we start right recording, here. and then you know we just pick back up. We go, Camus, Camus is my sister. And so, but the thing is, it's all edited out, so you don't hear
3: any of that, and so it sounds very smooth yes. as it flows through. So right. it
0: works out that way.
3: So on my end, um, I like I said, I withhold a lot of information from these guys, yeah. and. I let them. I let them make the decisions that I want them to make. <laughs> I, just, I just leave breadcrumbs, and a lot of the, like, seriously, a lot of the time they don't. I'll like put a trail of breadcrumbs, c- and they'll just be like, Meh. That's, <laughs> that's, that's clearly And that's, that's fine, but I mean, uh, so when we were uh, going back and forth uh, with Charles' backstory, uh, Adriana was like, "Oh yeah, so I want." Uh, the girlfriend to be an eldrin because I think that would like create a lot of tension. I'm like, that's great. She's like, I think she should be a fighter. And I'm like, listen.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Oh my god.
6: That's
3: right. I was like, listen. You jerk. To create the maximum tension, uh, trilla is the elfiest elf, right? She's an elf ranger. That's like an elf elf. <laughs>
6: um,
3: Omega sp- elf. To, yes, to make the tension maximum, let's make her a wizard. <laughs>
6: I
2: was
6: man, like, you're so smart. That's right.
2: Man, I, I had no idea. Not until this moment, oh, you're evil. Man,
3: <laughs> hey, I really am. I'm, I'm basically the devil. He's you like, hadn't figured out the evil part yet? Oh so, uh, and again, yeah, I sent Stephen, uh, I had sent Stephen an email. He didn't get back to me. Uh, so, I was like, "Well, like the the statute of limitations of that is over i 'm just yeah. going to decide this, and he was fine with it and, and these guys are actually really great about rolling with things. Sometimes the things that I throw at them are really uh difficult to deal with, and they usually do a really good job of just like rolling through the hard stuff until it gets easier and then like the game smooths out again mm-hmm. so uh, on my end, I did make a few tweaks, but no." Evil. Adriana didn't know, yes, evil. A- Adriana <laughs> didn't know that uh, Oram was her, or that, uh, yeah, that Orem was Trell's potential brother in law, and no. neither did Stephen, and obviously Oram and Trell didn't know either.
0: Yeah, so we've got time for one more question. Let's have a question from someone who hasn't asked a question yet. Trell is over here. Let's have Trell <laughs> ask a question about Orem, possibly. No. No? Okay. <laughs> so, spoilers. Okay, so, you Idea where you come up with this like we're gonna go to the Underdark and then we're gonna go to the dark and then maybe there'll be a portal open there. And so I, how do you guys come up with this? Do you does Rodrigo like tell
2: you hey maybe there's a portal somewhere and or do you just like just brainstorm it, just the craziest possibility you can come up
1: with? and Just mm. we're doing it? Zach, how does that how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Before he started talking ten minutes ago, I would have said that we do it but I just realized that he's been manipulating us all
0: along yes. <laughs> I, you <laughs> uh, Randis uh, Brian I, how does Randis figure all this magic his, well, technology stuff up
4: <laughs> like the biggest one that I remember is when it came like halfway through the celestial crusade when he said okay you guys need a plan yeah. he basically gave us the ultimatum to make a plan make a big outrageous plan and he kept pushing us to make it yeah. bigger to make it something that would give us the final solution that we needed to finish
3: Right. So, the so the answer, the answer is both. Um, yeah. Sometimes I will tell them, "You guys need to figure out how." Okay, so three things. The first one, sometimes they do just figure it out on them, on their mm-hmm. own, right? They're like, "Okay, we need this, 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 and this. Let's just go get that." <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Sometimes, Adventures. sometimes for whatever reason, they either don't have, don't feel confident with the information they have, mm-hmm. or anything like that, and I'm like, okay. I know that you guys don't have enough information that's part of the point. You need yeah. to make a decision and launch yourselves into the void sometimes literally
6: yeah.
3: Um, yeah. and then just go with that and then sometimes, like for example, the you know what you're referring to, uh, that was Stagsy's idea,
6: yeah mm-hmm.
3: um, Stagsy kind we've of been, plotted out yeah. yeah yeah like between the two of them, kind of one of them gave them um, a piece of it, and the other one gave them the other piece of it. And they put it together, and that's actually, I mean, something that as a as a game master you have to do. You have to have NPCs around that give the players relevant information. You have to like set them up as you know uh, trustworthy to at least a part of the party. Um, and I, I think a lot of uh, a lot of game masters feel like that's cheating. Like like you're just a, supposed to just let the players go do whatever they want. But it really depends on your group. Some players want that guidance and to deny them that guidance is actually going to make the game less fun for them and scary Right? Yeah. but All I
2: right. will point out that like even though Stagsy and Wogan like kind of told us like oh just okay do this <laughs> we were really bad at doing that <laughs> in a fast and uh, you know, quick and logistically sound, still did it badly. So,
6: yeah.
1: Sometimes we walk right up to the precipice and fail to leap. Yep, that's right. <laughs> we'll spend a
0: whole
5: episode deciding about that, Zach. Uh, one uh, quick question: uh, whoever wants to answer, that's fine. Uh, what happened quick. to the pictures from the first couple of episodes? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Zach, you're fired. Yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> and your right. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we are, are completely controlled. out of time. We are completely out of time. I want to thank you all for coming. Thank you. It's been fun for us. Hopefully it's been fun for you. Just real quick, you can uh, find Rodrigo at Fearsome Critter. You can find Adriana at Miss Very Very. You can find Rob at Bore Mortal. You can find uh, Brian at DND Brian. You can find Matt at the Matt at Mighty King what Cobra. What did you call me? You can find Zach at Wolf. You can find me at Major Spoilers. And until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits.
1: I, I just want to share one final thing. These microphones clearly say Orem on them. Yes. Every one of these microphones. Yeah, there's also a place here in Utah called Orem. So Orem, Utah? Yeah, but that's not. And in wow. Wyoming, there's a place called Camp. I'm going to get a picture of that and put it on the internet. I, I remembered a thing.
6: that's yes. the next question